What's up, everybody, and uh, welcome back to the show. Um, we're going to get a little quick turnaround time on this episode. Uh, the last one was released only a couple days ago. We're going to get this one recorded and, and done. Um, so we had an update to Lord of the Rings Online this weekend, or week. That was update 23.2, which brought out the raid, which was actually activated the following day. And, um, that's kind of weird to me. I, I don't understand the reasoning for something like that. Like they release the content that day and then it's unlocked a day later. I, I'm not really sure I understand what's going on there, but Hey, that's okay. Um, but as of this recording, there was a tweet that was just sent out maybe 10 minutes ago that said the raid is being pulled down because of a, uh, needing to resolve some bugs. So it's been out for about 34 hours and it's already been pulled down, which, uh, is kind of bittersweet. I haven't got to do any of it yet. Didn't even get to go look at it and it's down on the flip side. It's actually really good that they have responded to the issue quickly. And it's also good that because that means people are reporting it, um, and probably a lot of people are reporting it if it's actually getting a resolution this quickly. Now, I want to talk a little bit about rating in general. And there's a few things that um, I like and there's a few things I dislike about rating. Um, and there's definitely some stuff I miss. So uh, a little background, if you guys are not familiar with my history in the game, um, I used to be rating all the time. Um, I as far back as, as 2007, I think right on the tail end, right in the beginning of 2008 is when my first character was um, raid ready. And I'm, I have gigantic air quotes here because um, obviously raid ready is kind of a subjective term. You know, raid ready is different for different kinships or guilds or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I, I jumped in and I got a lot of stuff done pretty quickly. I got a lot of gear really quickly and uh, I really enjoyed raiding. I liked the idea of having to, uh, I like the idea of having to do difficult stuff with a large group of people and coordinate all that together to complete that, that objective and getting the best gear in the game from the most difficult content. And I'm still a firm believer in that. I think that you should still get the, the best gear in the game from the most difficult content simply just because you don't need good gear if you're not doing difficult content. And that, that concept seems to be lost on a lot of people, including development, because I, I, I don't understand where the need is for gear outside of doing difficult content or PVP. I really don't see the need for it. Um, cosmetics, sure. You can put a million cosmetics in, in the festival, which they typically do. There's a lot of cosmetic things in there. Um, you know, story stuff. Um, the, the best stuff, and again, that is a very subjective term. The best, and by best, I mean statistically best, it has the highest stat values of each thing should come from the raid or what is ever the most difficult content at that point in time. The most difficult content at that time should not be like we had in Rohan, 
with rebuilding a city. The most difficult content should not be something like war bands. Because those were pathetic. Yeah, I'm going to say it out. Those were pathetic. Um, I think the, the game really just needs to, to... I think it's got somewhat of an identity crisis, if you will. Because it, it always tries to do all these different and new things. And I... I really don't think we need new and different things. We need new content. And by that, I mean, you know, go ahead and progress the story and progress uh, landscape exploration and crafting and all that kind of stuff. Go ahead and progress the, the core systems that make your game what it is. Um, expand on some of the systems that, that people want expanded, like kinships. Make it actually relevant to be in sh inside a kinship. Uh, but it, as far as rating goes and, and dungeons for that matter, um, I, I still think to this day, Moria is the shining example, at least to me, of what a good raid slash PVE uh, scene looks like. You had... And maybe not out right out of the gate, too, because we did have to deal with the whole Radiance thing back then. But if you if you break it down a little bit further, um, you had the the school and library at Thom Myrdine that was leading up to... You could do those before you were level capped. And, and the gear that was in there was still actually relevant for people that were level capped to some degree. You had the Forgotten Treasury. And then you had the actual, you know, cluster of instances or dungeons. So you had the Grand Stair, Skoomfil, Forges of Casa Doom, uh, 16th Hall, Dark Delvings, Filgashan. You had this, th that was a big cluster of instances. And then, yeah, I mean, the raid that came out was, was the Vile Maw, and that made sense from a story perspective. And the only downside to it is it was a lair raid. And if, if you're not familiar with the term, a layer raid is quite simply when you go in and fight one boss and that's it. You know, WoW has several of them. Um, I know there's other games that have layer raids where you just go in and you just fight one boss and that's it. Which is fine because it, it, the, the way the loot was distributed between that raid and the rest of the dungeons, it actually worked out quite well regardless of whether, you, uh, whether or not you thought that Radiance was a good idea. I... I didn't care either way. I mean, it wasn't the best system, but it wasn't as bad as some people make it out to be. Uh, I thought it was an okay way of gating the raid, just so you just couldn't carry anybody in there and and they could get loot and all that stuff. But, eh, I, I could go either way with it. it. Didn't bother me, but it doesn't doesn't matter if it's there or not. Now, obviously, it's not there anymore, so. But... If, if you tack on the stuff that happened still within the realm of the Moria expansion, you had the content update, which was the Scourge of Lothlorien. So that added in uh, Lumulnar and Nala Doom, and then it also added in uh, Darnarbagud. So, and it also, in that time frame, we had Philicool, which is the Turtle Raid. So another Lair Raid. So if you, if you look at the collective of moria we have what there's like nine dungeons and three raids that is 
yes it's a ton of content and it's great because you can do a lot of different things and and find unique gear between all those things and it offers a a different way of progression that was very enjoyable um i think moria was probably the pinnacle of the game for the most part and there was there was a kind of an upswing again when we had isengard there was some good stuff going on there uh mirkwood not so much but then you know that's when everything kind of really fell off and you know we were told as a community we weren't going to have raids anymore like that after um after tower of orthanc and all that stuff we we were just flat out told we weren't going to get that stuff anymore and there was enough of an outcry that we got you know the road to Erebor stuff which was kind of negligible at best and and then it was a long time it was a long time before we got stuff again um and the stuff that we're getting like i i kind of feel mixed on it because i think the pelinor stuff was was good there were some really weird issues with pelinor uh including um including the raid but i just the amount of content is what i struggle with and what i have a hard time with because having like two three mans a six man on a raid it's just it's not enough for a healthy community if you want to have a healthy community you got to have more than that you got to feed people some stuff you know um because right now uh, with the raid being down you know we'll just we'll just kind of throw it out there that, that it hasn't even happened yet we'll, we'll treat it like that so yeah you've got your tier three stuff out now um so what do you have you got the two there's two threes a six and then it'll be the raid again um i i just don't think that's enough to be honest with you i'd rather i would have rather foregone the level cap increase and then added these dungeons into the mix with the other ones they really can't wrap their head around whether they want to have scaling stuff or not um and i don't think scaling instances are a answer people don't want to keep doing the same dungeons that they've done a million times with the exception being if you go on the legendary server because that's a whole different mindset that's a whole different approach to the the game itself it's uh it's a different environment a different kind of culture if you will because it's the nature of that server is i'm playing it again maybe people are playing it for the first time but largely you're playing it for the first time so i think largely for for pve in this game i understand that there is a large portion of the community that loves the festivals and stuff like that i'm not a huge fan of festivals in general in any game because it's just i don't know it, it doesn't really offer me personally what i'm looking for in a gaming experience i want progression i want to continue the growth of my character and i want to get new badass stuff um i think that quite honestly i think if the game would would simplify and i don't want to please do not take that as a dumbing down I don't want it to be simplified as into it take there's only five skills for each character and there's you know uh just no options or anything like that i don't i don't i don't mean dumbing down i mean simplifying and what i mean by simplifying is i i really truly believe 
that if this game wants to continue to be successful, not monetarily, but in the eyes of its players, if it wants to be successful in the eyes of the players, it needs to be simple. There are systems that are in this game that need to be removed flat out. Things like the legendary system. I know that is going to be a hugely controversial topic, but in my opinion, and I had this conversation with Severlin when I went to the studio back in May, you need to get rid of it. Uh, you're, you're, you're talking about how difficult it's going to be to make people happy with changing that system and making it relevant and whatnot. Get rid of it. Go back to itemized loot. Now, I understand. Okay, so here's what would need to happen. For something like that to happen, here's what would need to happen. There would need to be another level increase, which I kind of cringe at right now anyway. But there would need to be a level cap increase. To start that content, plain and simple, remove all the scaling options from it. You can't do any of the scaling dungeons. Quite honestly, they need to remove the quests from, um, maybe not remove the quests, but not have XP uh, associated with them. You can have rewards like barter currency and stuff like that. That's fine. But get the XP, get the whole work pens thing out of here. Leveling through doing the work, work pens is, you know, that for, for a company that wants to have their game be immersive and focus on the story and the exploration that system, that scaling system with the XP that's generated from those, from those dungeons does not support that in the least bit. It does not. All that encourages people to do is to spend money in the store, which I guess if that's the goal, then great, you've accomplished that. But you, you honestly say that the goal is to create immersive environments and to encourage exploration and character development and all that great stuff. That does not support that. So I would say we go from 120 to, I don't know, I would hate to say 130, but we'll just arbitrarily say 125. So you're going to go to 125 and to get to 125, to start in the areas that would give you XP for progression, you need to do a starter quest. That starter quest, it could be part of the Black Book of Mordor, it could be any type of, uh, you know, epic scenario that you want. That story would be, would incorporate the destruction of your legendary items. And, or the flip side is, I, you know, this is, <laughs> this is what happens when you brainstorm, is like you think of one thing and then you immediately think of another. But the scaling content, at that point, the scaling content at that point, um, you should be able to complete it with the stuff that you get progressing forward. If you've not reached a level to where you can get into that storyline where you have deleted or I won't say deleted, but destroyed your legendary items, um, your legendaries would still work obviously and you'd still be able to do the content that is all available at that point but the progression from that point forward would have to be on traditional itemized loot 
Um, or maybe at least get rid of the legendary weapons. You can, maybe you can keep a legendary item and all of the legacies would be able to be applied to that item. So you have six slots or seven or however many you want, maybe reduce the number. So it's not quite as ridiculous, but you have one item and that item is you can put any of those legacies from any of the pools on there and you're good to go. You got to make some choices though. There's obviously some ones that would be better than other. And I think that's the problem is I think the intent of both legendaries and essence systems were, I think the intent was good. It's just the execution was not. And the reason I say that is because there are legacies that are better than others for your class. There are essences that are better than others. The primary stat ones are not as good as the secondary ones, such as mastery. It doesn't make sense. It's cumbersome. It's not alt friendly. It's not new player friendly. It is for, for this game to be not a mass market game with millions of players. It, it doesn't have a huge appeal in that regard. People hit this barrier of they can't do this content because they have to farm all this shit that they don't want. You know, I hate doing essences and I hate doing scrolls of empowerment been doing it for since 2008 we've had scrolls of empowerment and uh you know item heritage runes we've been doing that for almost 11 years it is time for a different system think about that you've been putting scrolls of empowerment and crystals and all this shit on your weapons for 11 years of varying types after you used to have to get rid of your weapons. So you used to do that and then, then you'd get a new weapon and have to start all over. Now granted, once we hit imbuement, which is a whole different topic, you got into a situation where you're just endlessly, endlessly going with Scrolls of Empowerment. Heaven help you if you have more than one character. Heaven help you if you've got more than one build for your character that requires a second set of legendaries. You know, if you're looking at like a rune keeper or a captain or a lot of classes that have more than one, um, it, it's just never ending. And that is the type of grind that people do not like. I, for one, do not like that type of grind. I do not mind going in and doing dungeons and an item not dropping. So I have to do that dungeon several times to get the gear. I'm fine with that. What I don't want is to do the dungeon 14 times to get enough of something to eventually get a piece of gear or like I, I would, I don't know why I like RNG better. RNG sucks, but I like it better. I like, because you know, the, the rarity, there's this, there's this excitement when you get this piece of gear that's so rare and it drops and you're like, oh my God, it's awesome. And you know, I get that there's RNG, uh, people that, that RNG just never seems to work for. And what do you do for somebody like that? Do you just force them to continually run content? 
Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's, that's that's part of the culture and the environment of a game like this is I think people across all games, I saw it in Destiny 2, I saw it in WoW, I saw it in any of these games that have it, they, they swing the pendulum too far to the other side of, of just handing stuff to people if you just do it enough. It's like a participation award. It's like, you know, like with the rift, everybody in Lord of the Rings, if you've been around long enough and you, you did the rift or you're doing the rift now, if you're on legendary or you're trying tier three and all that stuff, most people saw that is if not the best, one of the best raids in the game period. It usually falls between like that OD and, uh, or Those are usually people's favorite raids. Now, what I will say with that is that system, the way that worked back then is you eat a boss and you knew that that thing was going to have a, there was a guaranteed drop of a gem that people, if you were in a guild, you did your DKP or you did, you know, your role. That's fine. There was also other gear that dropped out of there. Uh, and some of it was good. Some of it was trash and that's just the way it was. And people were fine with that. You know, I'm sure there were a handful of people out there that did not like that. And that's fine too. But the evolution of, uh, loot tables and how bartering works, uh, it's just not, I don't think it went in the right direction. I think it could have slightly evolved from the way it was, uh, maybe added some tweaks to it. I don't even know what they would have been. I'm just kind of throwing that out there, but long, uh, long and short of it is go back to the way it was. Now I'm not saying go back and do, you know, the old trade system and stuff like that is what I know a lot of people want that. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. As far as some people playing the game or not playing the game, like, look, Sometimes things have to change and some things don't have to change and shouldn't change. Um, I think there are a few things that made this game exceptional back in the day uh, and still to this day do, such as the story. Um, PVE back in the day was exceptional. And even to some degree, PVP was exceptional. Um, the landscape to this day is exceptional. I think it all looks great. Um, there's obviously some design things that happen that cause issues with certain computers and all that good stuff. And that's a whole different conversation. But I think the long and short of it is, I think that we need to go back to itemized loot. We need to get rid of legendaries and essences, give people meaningful things to go after that aren't to sit there, farm this a million goddamn times so you can, uh eventually get it that's that's not fun it's boring it's that's all i can really say about it is that's boring uh, give me the rarity i want rare because i want it to be awesome when i get it not like huh i finally did it enough times to get it not like holy crap it dropped sweet and even if i lose it to a roll somebody got it that's awesome I want the excitement back. That's what I want. I want their reason to be in a kinship and not for it to just be. Yeah, you've got officer chat 
kinship chat, kinship mail. Woot. Give us, you know, stop doing systems like what you had with, uh, with Shadow of Mordor and Light of Arendil. Stop doing all these crazy currencies and all that stuff. The topic of currencies, give me a way to get rid of all the damn currencies I have in my wallet. Let me get rid of some of the, the uh, data bloat that is on my character. I don't care if it's a, a menial amount of marks and medallions. If it's stuff that is bound to character, let me get rid of it somehow. Like, I, I don't want to go buy something, uh, go vendor something for something and, and it be worth 10 silver to sell it. It's not even worth me going over to the vendor to get that, then go to another vendor to barter and sell it. It's not worth it. Let me turn, let me convert those to marks. Just go to a skirmish camp and put a currency, like a true currency exchange. There's already a, a couple different types of currency exchange, but put in a wallet currency exchange that lets me take all of the things that are in my wallet and convert them to marks if they are raid equivalent items like if it's like the the dazzling emerald or something like that from the rift uh or the fiery quartz or something like that maybe make that a couple medallions or something like that um because it I just want a way to get rid of that stuff. It's not something that's going to make it exploitable where people are just going to constantly run that content to farm that stuff. It's not going to be worth their time to do it. I just want to get rid of this data bloat. It's hilarious when I open my wallet and I see, you know, this never ending list of all these currencies and things I'm not going to use. And I really don't have a good means of getting rid of it. So those are some of the things that I think should be changed as far as PVE goes. Um, maybe in another show we'll do, we'll, we'll talk about PVP and, and go down that road. But uh, that's, that's kind of where I am, especially uh, it's, it's fresh in my mind since the raid came out yesterday. And, you know, I had to talk about it since it was opened and closed. And, uh, maybe one of these days I'll get out there and be, and be able to go do the raid, which would be nice. Look forward to it. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever necessarily get to do tier three on it, but you know, I'm, I'm fine with doing tier ones and tier twos and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens with that. And, uh, I'm curious to see what your guys thoughts on all the PVE stuff is. Uh, if you got a chance to do the raid, I'd like to hear from you. Um, also just in the future, if you've got any topics that you want to hear about, uh, shoot me an email, bloodbornemmo at gmail.com, uh, or hit me up on Twitter. Just mention me at bloodborne. Uh, you can send me a message on Facebook. It's just facebook.com slash bloodborne one. Any of those things work. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys. You can even drop a message in discord that works too. But, um, that's what I think we need to expect from the game. Uh, again, I know everybody's opinions are going to be different and this is just mine. So, uh, like it or not, that's fine. Fine by me. So, uh, that's going to do it for this one though. So let me know what you think. And, uh, we will talk to you guys all soon. And I hope to see all of you guys on the live streams over at twitch.tv slash bloodborne. Take care. We'll see you next time.